This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. All right, WWE fans, I've got another one. And not just that, I have someone coming up who's a superstar in WWE coming up to Saturday, November the 5th in Saudi Arabia, Riyadh. He is going to be there. AJ Styles is on the show and we are talking about his preparation about his reset, how he gets himself ready. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to have him on the show and he's going to be here live on Pulse 95 Radio. So make sure you stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host of everything sport, international and local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in and WWE fans. I have a special treat for you today because AJ Styles is in the building. AJ, welcome to the show. Hey man, thanks for having me. Hey, what a pleasure, man. And listen, I'm super excited about the event coming up in Saudi on Saturday, November the 5th. It's going to be yourself being there. How has preparation been for this event? Well, the same as always, I mean, I never take anybody lightly. Mm-hmm. So, but this one's going to be a little bit different because we've got the OC against the Judgment Day. We got some, you know, uh, some things to settle. And uh, this time it'll be in the ring, uh, three on three, uh, with the exception that Rhea Ripley will be out there. She's been a thorn in our side, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, that sounds exciting. And not only that, but what's it like working with, uh, with Luke and Carl, you know, all together fighting this match? Well, the great thing about us as a team, uh, Carl and Gallows and myself, is that we know each other so well. We know what uh, each other are thinking. So, you know, it's going to be like a well-oiled machine out there, coming back as a team, doing our thing. And obviously, in a a six-man tag team match like this, your opponents are not to be taken lightly, as you said. What can the fans expect from this match? Well, they can expect Dominic Mysterio to get slapped around pretty much. (laughs) Most of the time, I, I hope to get that opportunity, you know, but there's Finn Balor, who's got uh, a ton of experience. Uh, Damian Priest is, is no different. They've all have been uh, in the ring for a while. So experience is going to come into play. But I would like to think that the way that the OC is going to work together, we'll be able to take care of it pretty easily. Absolutely. Absolutely. And obviously, you're pretty much used to flying around the world, going to all the different locations. Riyadh is, is another place that now has almost become a second home to you guys. Pretty much. I mean, I was over here in August uh, doing a game convention and we had a great time. So I expect this would be no different. Absolutely. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is things have obviously evolved a lot for yourself personally. Um, how have you evolved as a fighter as well as a person uh, over this year? Well, I mean, been I've been doing it for a, a long time now, and you figure out what you can do, when you can do it, and how to do it, uh, where, when it's going to mean the most. You know, there's certain things in the machete in a match where you mature uh, to in certain ways to help you get the win. And uh, you know, you're always learning 
and uh, I still got a lot to learn myself, but uh, I think I got it together pretty much. And obviously when it comes down to the halftime show here, we like to really get into the behind the scenes footage with the wrestlers. How do you fuel up for such a big competition? How do you uh, recover? How do you rest um, to get yourself in optimal shape? Well, I mean, like I said uh, earlier, nothing changes for me. I don't take anybody lightly. So, I'm, you know, I'm walking out. Uh, I'm working out about five days a week, mm -hmm. uh, getting my body and my mind right. And, you know, just to do all these things just to, to focus on the match. Getting your mind right is, is one thing that stands out in here. With, the, with, with getting your body right, you've been doing it for so long. That obviously comes with the territory. How do you get your mind right? I think it's, you know, sitting alone by myself kind of thinking about the do's and don'ts uh, of the match and how everything is structured, what I can and cannot do, who do I need to watch out for in this match, meaning Rhea Ripley being the, the thorn in our side. So, uh, you know, just a lot of, you know, sitting around by myself, thinking about going over uh, everything that may or may not happen in the match. That's super interesting. I think one of the hardest things uh, for professional athletes is to disconnect. Do you have um, do you have anything any rituals you do before uh, leading up to the fight? Well, I mean, I can disconnect pretty easy. Uh, I've realized when I get home, I'm not really AJ Styles anymore. I'm dad. I'm a husband. You know, uh, that all changes. You, you can't take it home with you. Mm. But when the red light comes on on the TV screen, when that that red light's on, we get after it. I'm totally focused, totally uh, zoned in, ready to kick some butt. Do you ever find yourself still in AJ Styles mode when you're at home? Absolutely not. Ain't no time for AJ Styles at home. He he pretty much doesn't exist, if, if I'm being honest, you know, because my, my wife is not treating me like I'm AJ Styles. I guarantee you that. And uh, I can get my butt whooped pretty easily there. <laughs> Great to hear. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you right after this. is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. I am here with a superstar, WWE superstar, AJ Styles is here. If you missed the first segment, you would have got to know a lot about him, but I want to dive into this even more. Uh, AJ, we were talking about disconnecting. We were talking about um, how professional, obviously, you are in the ring, but when it, when you go home, it's a whole different ballgame. Um, as, a, as a person, and when you do go home, how are things like uh, breath work, meditation um in in an athlete's life like yourself living that kind of uh hectic lifestyle on the go most times how does that feel for you well i think you got to take the time to to be by yourself and everybody has something they do to relax and and, and wind down you know for me i i'm a video game guy i always have been it's it's just what i do when i need to relax i'll go pick up a, a controller and get after it uh, it just takes me to another place where I don't have to worry about, you know, uh, wrestling or even at the moment, you know, worry about what's going on with the family. It's just me and the, the Xbox having a little fun, taking some time off. What are your go-to games? Oh, man. You know, the problem is I, I realized that I'm a retro guy. I really enjoy older games. But at the moment, 
you know, games are so hard to to learn these days and be good at that game. Yeah. I find myself still playing a game that I've been playing for years now, and that's PUBG. Uh, okay. It's a battle royale game. If, if you know it, then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you want to be good, you got to play it, and you got to be in the lab. You got to, you know, some days are good, some days are bad, but at least you don't suck as bad as you did the day before. <laughs> and do you play online? Absolutely. Okay, so do they know who they're playing? Uh, probably not. I, I used to stream <laughs> and play PUBG, but uh, they probably, if you never watched the stream, you probably wouldn't know. Okay, okay, amazing, amazing. Because I can imagine you getting angry if you're not winning. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that's one thing that hasn't changed. I'm, I'm the sorest loser you'll ever meet. And when the, when the children, did the children ever come in and walk in on you while you're gaming? So they like to think it's pretty funny, especially my daughter, who's eight now. I'll have my headphones on. I'm totally focused on, on the monitor and I can't hear anything because of the, you know, the headset that I have on and she'll scare me and uh, about pee my pants a couple times because she's so quiet like a mouse and she thinks it's the most hilarious thing. But literally, she knows you. One day she may give me a heart attack. I don't know. <laughs> is that is that Anne? Annie, yes. Annie, yeah, okay, okay. So Annie walks in on you and she sees, like, she, she creeps up on you while you're playing and then you have to try oh, just and stay a, just a little tap. I've got the lights <laughs> off, you know, everything. And it's just a little tap on the shoulder or whatever. And I, I swear she does it on purpose. It's so funny. Now I'm just, I've got that picture in my head now of <laughs> you there and her just creeping up. Um, it's nice that you can you can actually do things like that and, and almost take some time away from everything and almost get yourself in that same kind of relaxation mode. That's nice to hear. Um, the next thing I wanted to ask you about is mental fitness. Now, a lot of the times people know when they look at you and they see you perform, they see you go to the gym, obviously, and you work on your physical fitness. Where do you go to work on your mental fitness? You know what? Uh, I know that in this day and age, you know, there's a lot of mental awareness and whatnot, but Man, I was born in the 70s. I, I think we just tough it out. You know, this Generation X, mm. uh, you know, it doesn't really, it's not one of those things that I've, I have to focus on and get mentally ready for anything. Like it, it's a snap of the fingers and I'm ready. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love to tell you all these exercises that I do to get me right. But literally, it's just a snap of the fingers I can get there. Old school. Old school is the real school. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nice to hear. I also wanted to ask you um, about when you are uh, performing at obviously the highest level. So AJ, my question is, how important is it to stay grounded and humble despite being in the game for so long and obviously uh, understanding the sport as it evolves? Well, that's that's an easy question to answer, man. Um, I just haven't forgot where I came from, what it used to be like when I wasn't a WWE superstar. You know, I, I, I still remember that struggle to get to where I am. And, uh, you know, I didn't have the the lavish lifestyle when I grew up. And, you know, that's something that I live by. So uh, that's an easy way for me to stay humble is to not forget where I came from. Fantastic. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this uh, beat. And we'll see you in a bit. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri on Salam and welcome back to the final segment 
Superstar. That was a WWE Superstar. We are here and we are um, absolutely super stoked to have him on the show. He will be in Saudi as well, Saturday 5th of November, WWE Crown Jewel in uh, the Puma Tag Team match, which is amazing. Uh, AJ, I gotta ask you something. Um, regarding the toughest opponents you've faced, obviously you've come across some monsters, uh, you've held your own. Who's been the toughest opponent you faced and who's been the biggest surprise that you faced? Oh, wow. That, that's a tough question. I mean, I've had a, tough, a lot of tough opponents uh, throughout my career. Uh, but I will say a guy that surprised me uh, with how good he was in the ring would, would be John Cena. You know, you know, a lot of people are you – know, John's not known for being a technical mastermind in the ring. But I got to tell you, uh, he, he's pretty good. And I would say I've had some of my better matches against this guy. So what, what was so it was his was it athleticism that surprised you was it his technical side was it his size or maybe his um, the well, way he conducts himself? It was it was a little bit of all that. Um, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into because you know high flying if I need to be there's a little bit of everything. I think I mind on the mic, but I, I had no idea that. Uh, well, that's one of the things I, I, I had a lot to learn. He's like some guys may not look the part, but they definitely are. You know, I, I caught the last part of that, AJ. I have to say, you said some people may not look the part, but they definitely are. What was what was the one thing that really stood out from John Cena? Sorry. Uh, his his mind for how everything needs to work and and transition wise. I mean, he's mm. just he's just good. Uh, mm. There's no way to to say it. He he knows what he's doing. Um, again, it's just one of those things where you thought I'm I'm the superior wrestler in the ring but once you get in there with john cena you realize well okay uh, i didn't know that let's let's keep going he's <laughs> he's pretty good how important is fight iq when it comes down to uh being in such a huge organization like the wwe it's everything i mean in any sport you know you need to have it depends on how your your iq how everything comes across now i always brag about my, my oldest son who plays american football it's like his his American football IQ was very high because he's been playing it for so long. Um, so I, you can be better for situations that you get put in that most people would freak out, you know. Uh, so I think having a, I guess, a wrestling IQ definitely helps a lot. Absolutely. And one more question I have for you. Um, people like Brock Lesnar, what are they like in person? <laughs> People like Brock or like uh, or Brock Lesnar because uh, I would say no because he's unique. I would say Brock Lesnar. What is he? Yeah, like? because I, I, Brock, I don't think Brock likes people. Um, <laughs> so there's not a lot of talking that goes on with Brock. I'll, I may see him and kind of you know say what's up, but that's about as much conversation I with him I have with him. But you don't find him you know in a big crowd or anything like that. He's usually by himself doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah, that is super interesting. Who was your um, favorite wrestler growing up? Uh, so there was a team called the Road Warriors, and they they wore uh, face paint. That, uh, they were named the uh, the Legion of Doom in the WWE. Oh yeah, they were just big, massive guys who looked like walking action figures, and uh, I just thought they were the coolest thing. Yeah, I actually had those action figures. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AJ, it's been an absolute pleasure to interview, man. Thank you so much for taking your time out. I wish you all the best of luck on the event on Saturday. All right, my friend. Thank you.
And that was the halftime show on Pulse 95 Radio with AJ Styles. Guys, make sure you tune into the event. It's going to be huge this Saturday, uh, 5th of November. Take care and have a blessed day. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. And that was it, folks. Wow. AJ Styles talking to us about Brock Lesnar, John Cena, the WWE, his preparation, his addiction to gaming as well, which was pretty cool, and how his family plays such an important role in his life. I thought that was great. It's always nice to kind of interview different people from all around the world, and especially when you see them on TV, you get this larger-than-life feel. When you talk to them, it just feels like... You know, you just feel like, okay, uh, this is the human behind the athlete, behind the phenom. And having a chance to interview people like AJ Styles is great here on Pulse95 Radio. We brought some fantastic superstars on here and I've just added another one to the list. And that is full time on the Halftime Show. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And if you do like the show, please head over to our YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio. Like, share and subscribe. Or if you prefer a podcast, head over to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. We are there. Have a great day, folks. Stay blessed. I'm out. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m. 